0: Hello, this is Shayro. This episode, we do talk a little bit about mental health. If you or anyone you know are experiencing any kind of mental health issue, please seek out professional mental health. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back to season two, episode 12. Of what Sharo thinks about it. Stuff on my mind that forms into words and then actually comes out of my mouth. I am Sharo. This week, oh my goodness, this week, I have had so much technical problems. With doing stuff, editing, trying to record some of the intro, but this week, I sit down with my special guest, fellow podcaster and host of the How to Take a Break podcast found on all podcasting platforms, P.M. Kester. (laughs) Let's see if the technology worked right. There were some hand claps there. (laughs) I've been trying to get some stuff to work right. But we are with P.M. Kester. We talk about gun violence and a touch. We touch a little bit on mental health. She's a scientist, man. I so enjoyed recording this episode with my fellow Mississippi native. We are both out here in these ATL podcasting streets. We enjoy talking to each other so much that we continue talking after we had finished recording. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. I think I am starting to like having guests on the show so far all my guest episodes have been pretty wonderful so let's listen in hi this is shero thank you for being a listener to my podcast you can support this podcast by buying me a coffee yes you can go to buymeacoffee.com Slash Shayro C H E T R O and donate to the what shero Thinks About It podcast. The money collected will be used to purchase additional equipment for the podcast. Remember that is buymeacoffee.com slash C H E T R O. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Oh
1: my goodness, I can't believe you're actually here. <laughs> I know. I'm here. I'm here. It has happened. We've moved beyond IG to have, finally having an interview. <laughs> right? and we're both in Atlanta, but
0: <laughs> I don't go anywhere unless I'm out feeding the hungry or doing divine deliverance of the people, which I just got back about an hour ago from doing, Yeah, people be like, oh, that's just so wonderful. And how did you get involved? <laughs> and I'd be like, uh, I am not a saint. Uh, it means I'm delivering a platform or whatever. <laughs> okay. You're ready to actually start this? Yes. Let's get it when moving. I figure out how to edit video. What, at one point, I'm gonna start putting video. I got a YouTube YouTube channel now, so at one point, you might see your face up on video somewhere. Okay. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back to the What Sheryl Thinks About It podcast. In today's show, I do have a special guest. I've been stalking this guest for a while. <laughs> she she is one of my top fan. She likes everything I post. I like everything she posts. Today, we have a guest. P.M. Kester is the host of How to Take a Break, a wellness-centered podcast that helps overwhelmed individuals recognize that they have time in their day for rest, growth, and healing. She is also the author of the workbooks, I Am Open to Love and Girl, Set Your Intentions, 30-Day Intention Journal failure which I didn't know your name was FALIA, okay, is a public <laughs> health scientist, mother of two, and owner of PM Kester Enterprises, which houses the podcast, workshops, and speaking requests. All right, y'all give it up for failure also known as PM Kester. All right,
1: I'm happy to be here.
0: Could you hear the clapping?
1: Oh. I couldn't, but I heard it, you know, internally I by like clapping for myself.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I, look, I'm still working on this again. I was I was so happy because I had learned how to record what's been said on the computer on Zoom. They get on here on Riverside. And uh, it's like a presentation I did for Toastmasters a few weeks back. Had all my equipment set up, ready to work. Nothing worked. <laughs>
1: I mean, but you know, that's how technology is. And I think it also shows how intricate podcasting is. You know, I'm always telling people, I think people think we just kind of plug and play. We just plug and go. But it's pretty intricate trying to be a podcaster. There's a lot of different yes. things to learn and to do, especially if you're doing it by yourself. Are you a solo yes. do you have everything? Someone else? Oh, no, I am by myself. I actually do want to get to the point where I can hire an engineer or go and record somewhere because it's, it's it's very time consuming. You know, it's a I lot. Know, it's a so lot of you know, moving spots. <laughs> I know so, well, I, I did a show, um,
0: conversation, Candid Conversation with Gene. It's in the actual studio, Cluster Studio. And it's just so nice how it's set up. And another person, I know, you know, um, Jared Dale.
1: Yes, of course. The lady,
0: he deals with Adobe Media. I know she has a podcast studio. Look at me giving all these shameless, unsponsored, right? shout-outs. <laughs> hey, can, y- can y'all send me a check for putting y'all out there? I know he that wants some residuals. Yeah. I talked last week, but I pick up these people. they like a little shack, hole in the wall without the hole. And the dude will come out. Yo, I'm a rapper. And I, I was in the studio. I'm like, what studio? That, that studio right there. I'm like, what? I'm like, people in cardboard boxes have more walls than what this studio was (laughs) it's amazing especially a lot of all these studios and but like you say podcasting is something and like i asked i was scared i asked you how to do something and you told me how to do it on the iphone how to do the screen record so now every time i post something that screen recording like hey i have p.m kester to think for that (laughs) which i thought your name was pam like hell (laughs) yeah
1: you know, though, that PM can stand for some of anything, so it's all good. <laughs> but it, I was, I'm was, i happy to help because, you know, that's the only way we learn, and I'm never one of those people to want to hog the information. I feel like, you know, each one teach one.
0: That's how I feel. Right? Like, I did a class on how to start your podcast. That's what was went bad at the Toastmasters conference, but I pulled it off some kind of way. And you taught me that. I taught someone else, and they were like, this is the most amazing thing. I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> so now I got to learn how... I know they took a post that someone else posted of me, and now they have that in their stories and doing something. I'm like, I need to learn how to do that. I need to learn Canva. <laughs> oh, I just remember, I was supposed to been learning Canva for somebody today, and ooh, they'll understand. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, All right. So as some of you probably heard, I have been stalking P.M. Kester for a while. I first heard you on... The wonderful show of the unestablished podcast I'm, I'm they are my favorite I, they're my favorite <laughs> but you are holding that number two or three of you all are holding number two so i'm just digging myself deeper and deeper but i knew right? unestablished established first i knew them first that's why and while listening to their show i heard you on the show and i've started listening to other podcasts that from people that were on that show or whatever. And right now my podcast list is full. Yep. I l- <laughs> listened to your last one, which was right before your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you.
1: Thank you,
0: you so much. The amazing 25. <laughs> sure. We'll go with it. <laughs> as as a lady, I know she says, yes, I celebrated my 29th birthday for the 29th time. Like 29 times 29. Carry the one. <laughs> The duck the five. I'm like, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> but you turn... I want to say your age because you put it out there. Yeah. And 42. Really remember, 42. 42. I was going to say four, yep. turning
1: 40. 42. Oh, and it. I embrace it. Look, And I, I embrace turned it. I turned and I did not know that until I saw something you posted. I was listening to an episode and then I saw something you posted. And I was like, black don't crack. Because I didn't know you you didn't. I don't
0: think you were fifty. Yeah, uh, the check is in the mail. When when I was in college, I thought you know I was being all cool and stuff. This girl, you look like you're thirty five with a wife and two kids at home. I was in college, no kids, no wife. I'm like, okay, so I'm not going to get your phone number, right? Mm -mm. Uh -uh. (laughs) Yeah, scratch that. Didn't get that phone number excuse me 42 yes 42 yes i turned 50 and i went my team the saints they played those falcons those dirty birds and so i went to my first nfl game on my birth birthday enjoyed it enjoyed it gotta do it again yeah we both gonna be drinking water that, that's what happens after 35
1: you gotta stay hydrated
0: mm. oh my goodness yes so, you're known for taking a break, and I'm, you've given a lot of episodes on how to take a break from this, take a break from this. You took a break from your hair, I see, because it used to be the fro. Yeah. Then one day you show up, and I'm like, who is that? And I'm like, oh, she got a hair, and she changed it. She changed it up. You you have episodes about take a break, a lot of different ways. You've had guests on there about ways to take a break. I've listened to all of your episodes, and I did go back and bench listen to you when I first discovered you. <laughs> I try to keep up with your episodes, but because I'm not feeding the hungry anymore, that means I had more time. I could just listen to the episode. I'm doing divine deliverance of the people, so I actually have people in the car, and sometimes they want to talk to me, so I've got behind. (laughs) I know you don't have a new episode this week, but you will have one. However, doing all that, we're here today because you made a post a while back about all these guns and mass shootings. We're both in Atlanta. We know that there was well, there's two now, actually, mass shootings, and we feel kind of the same about kind of the same about guns. And full disclosure, I am perfectly fine with wonderful gun ownership. Yes, I don't want to go and take somebody's gun. However, some of these automatic weapons—that's all they're for there is is to kill. You're not hunting with uh, AK-47. Right. Well, what's the popular one everybody's been doing? Mass the shooting? AR,
1: the AR-15. AR-15. Yeah. Okay,
0: you're not hunting with that. I'm from Philadelphia very rural philadelphia mississippi i know almost a little something about hunting almost <laughs> my uncle was the expert but we're here to talk about the guns what i call the praise the gun people you know in their slogan our thoughts and prayers are with you i'm so tired of right. people thinking and praying and not doing anything about it so p.m kester the floor is yours give me your thoughts about guns and gun control everything
1: my thoughts i have lots of thoughts about guns but um so the scientist part i am a public health sciences and um there was a lot of talk especially when we were dealing with the mass murders of black people in this country that happened during the pandemic i call them there, massacres. The, the massacres of, of, of black folk um there was a lot of guns in that those conversations as well and the fear that you know guns were going to be what were being used to wipe black people out and that it was a public health crisis. Um, and I think at one time the CDC did put out there that, you know, this killing of black people was a public health crisis, the the police killings of black people. And so that is how I re- I look at the gun issue as a whole, on the whole scale from a public health viewpoint a public health lens. I look at it as a public health, a, a looming public health crisis. Now there are some interesting things. Oh, I see your <laughs> your 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 Roll shirt, but well, who, there's a, who is Dex? We'll get into that also. Yes, but when you pull up the stats, because I do love pulling up statistics, guns are actually not one of the leading causes of death. On a whole, so COVID is still up there as a leading cause of death. I think it's like number three now. Um, We have different cancers and strokes and things of that nature. But while it's not the leading cause of death for the general population, it is the now the number one leading cause of death for children. So kids 18 and under, that is now the leading cause of death. And I think we should be really concerned about that, that Mm -hmm. Um, You have children that are now afraid to go to school or children afraid to go out in public because they're dying more. And it's not just mass shootings. Um, There is the homicides. So either it's a mass shooting or it's like some homicidal thing. Again, I am in Atlanta and I do remember this might have been earlier this year or last year. um, Young boys got into an altercation at Atlantic Station and the kid was like maybe 13 and got shot at Atlanta station. So we're seeing more situations like this. So it is becoming a public health crisis.
0: Yes. I remember that. And it's, I think the one of the kids that got shot, he wasn't even involved and they said it was gang activity. That's according to police, but one of the kids wasn't even in the gang. He was just there. And
1: -hmm. that's kind
0: of the sad part about it. And, you know, you hear just about every day here in Atlanta, there's a murder just about every day, killing of some sort. And sometimes you just got to like, enough is enough. You know, we know you, you got your thoughts and prayers, but somewhere you're thinking wrong. And I, I, again, like I call these people to praise the gun people because they always got to make sure the gun was bought legally. And I'd be willing to say, who and? cares? And? <laughs> and? I'm going to try not to make this episode a, a P-rated episode, okay? I mean, <laughs> <an> e- <laughs> E-rated, because... Well, listen to your rest of the so you don't use a lot of profanity, right?
1: I try not to because I know I have some people that listen with their kids. I do try to warn because I'm like, is This is adult. You know, we have um, some adult conversations. But um okay. I try to keep it to a minimum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to when, a I ex- when I had
0: when I had to unestablish something like, look, we're not gonna try to go that route. So
1: <laughs> we just there. Episodes,
0: I had a few episodes I've had to give a few E ratings. You know, when I talk about my favorite person, mm-hmm. Donald Trump. And mm-hmm. when I talked about the, the Tyree Tyre Nichols situation, because right. and it's not some people may it that I'm against cops. I'm not against cops, but I want them to do right. And when they do wrong, hold them accountable. Because right. just just giving someone blanket...
1: Uh, um, a <laughs> free license,
0: it. free reign. Free license yeah. whatever. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't think they're going to abuse it. And you have some people that just, they won't convict the cop or they say, well, he's a cop, so this is... Uh, first of all he's a person that means he can lie he can lie and does and has and just because you have a badge and I say a tin badge I'm a person superficial things don't mean anything to me it's what what the covering of God means more to me yeah you know, my church people are gonna be like yeah but you haven't been to church in a while still I believe in the covering of <laughs> God God sees everybody the same I was raised in the rural Mississippi Baptist so I do have some 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 uh <laughs> I hate to say religified, but I have some good savings for myself. But this thing with the guns, as you say, it's become a public health crisis. And I was looking up. I go to this site that I know I'm not going to be able to find now. I know it's right (laughs) here. I go to this site that tells you about the mass shootings and gun violence. And I'm just looking up the one in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I had to go back through two pages. This is on www.gunviolencearchive.org. And I thought the Atlanta shooting would be up front. I had to go back two pages to find it. Yeah. I want to see if it gives a total number of mass shootings.
1: Because so many happened right after it. Like, um, because I believe, and that's crazy, because I believe we're talking about the one that just happened in Midtown with the young man that walked into the the doctor's office and and shot people. That's the one I had to go back two
0: pages for. another. Yeah. And then right
1: after that, there was the incident in Texas. And then some other incidents happened. And there's
0: some in Mississippi I'm saying, I didn't even know about this. And I think this site reports if there's four or more as far as injured mm-hmm. or killed. Uh, on May 5th, there was one in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Four people, I had no idea. There's another one from Mississippi, Robinsonville. didn't you know that? Tunica Resorts. That's a mm-hmm. casino. They shouldn't be in the casinos now? Like Ohio, I had to go back two pages just to find the one I was looking for. And then when I go to page one... There's been more in Georgia. I think there was another one downtown. There's one in Shreveport. My brother lives in Shreveport. Indiana, Montgomery, uh, Augusta, Georgia. That was on May 13th. That was last week. Uh, When does it stop?
1: When does it stop and then it goes deeper into, like, why is it happening? Like, why are we so quick to put up a gun?
0: If they're white, they (laughs) had a mental issue. I'm... i'm putting it out there like it is that's how it's being reported and i think i heard one guy he was a white guy news like if this guy if the mass shooter was mexican or if he was muslim we found a way to do something this was an older white guy it's a clip of, of a news guy i don't know exactly the name of it so i can't give total credit for it. but that's what it is the description and you think about it yeah it would be something that was the case the one here in atlanta when it happened, I text my, my boys, i like, yeah, mass shooting in Atlanta, and the guy's a brother. You know, I know we're trying to get equal rights with stuff, but uh, I don't think that's the one we need to get the equal rights with.
1: Sadly, but I think it also goes to show you the extent of the mental health crisis in this country. And I think this, again, is tied to what we're starting to see with this uptick of guns now. And yes, we never hear about, you know, The type of empathizing that comes with the white shooters and in situations where it's white shooters, oh, is they mentally ill? Were they bipolar? Blah, blah. blah. And with the black shooters, it's like, you know, that's that's swept to the side. But there's a looming mental health crisis. Um, Even going up before COVID, like 2019, like 20% of the population was reported as having some type of mental illness. And then during COVID, you remember all the studies of people having anxiety issues, depression issues um, and things of that nature to where there was a poll out some months ago where 90 percent of people thought that there was a mental health crisis in this country. So if you look at that and then you look at these same people with mental health issues now having access to guns to the left, to the right. And then the caliber of guns that they have access to, because like you said, why does someone need access to an AR-15? What are we gonna do with who gets access to what? There's an intersection there of access and our mental health. And and it's becoming a public health issue. So what do we do about it, it other than thoughts and prayers? <laughs>
0: yeah. Put out there. My, my son who has a mental disability and he understands this. He should never have a gun. He understands that. And he would, from his own words, he would never seek that. And I understand keeping guns out of the hands of some people, but it's the fact that we are solving problems with guns or mm-hmm. we want to be, the, we want everybody to be, to have a gun. You know, the praise the gun people, they want teachers to have guns. Right. My mother was an educator, as well as all of her best friends, most of the adults in my church or teachers, or they became teachers, something like that. And some of them may have their own personal gun, but I gave this scenario. <clears throat> Kid in the school, uh, the teacher takes her cell phone from them, mm-hmm. and the student attacks the teacher. Mm-hmm. The teacher has a gun. She thinks she's now being threatened, and pop, 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 pop she drops that kid. You know, a lot of well, say, well, and I can see
1: that happening.
0: And I and can a, definitely a see that say that's self defense. You know, the, the kid should have never attacked the teacher, but let's just say. These kids now, and I tell people, look, if I was a teacher now, I would be in jail. But these kids now, <laughs> they get rowdy and they just not calming down, and the teacher can't have it, and she snaps, she pulls out her gun, and pop, and the mass shooting came from the teacher. Yep. That you put the gun in to have to teach this classes. It's
1: a, it's a cluster. I was never for that. My mom is also; she was a retired teacher. And I tell everyone, I'm like, Marilyn McCorkle does not need no gun. I didn't want to see her or any teacher that I dealt with. Like, think of the catastrophe that could be. Because first off, are you going to be trained to handle that gun properly and shoot? You can hurt yourself, let alone trying to ward off some type of intruder. Or what if a student gets a hold of your gun? A student who is like the brain, you know, most of our brains don't fully form until we're like in our 20s. So you already have a student with a short... <laughs> I'm going by the signs. I'm going by the signs, Um, but you have these students that are already dealing with whatever issues they're dealing with, and 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 their stuff. And so, what if that student finds your gun, and then you take that student and take it from you? Right. And you do something to that student and that student is like, mm-hmm, I got your gun. And now I'm going to shoot you with your own gun because you took my phone. Uh, a recent case just happened. It was not gun a gun, but it was a case. like I think I saw it on one of the social media sites and in, in the news like a week ago. A teacher took this student's phone. The student was cheating with the phone. I had the phone out. They had been told to put the phone up. The teacher took the phone and was like, I'll give it back to you after class. The teacher, the student starts attacking the teacher, and they go out in the hallway. She still does not get the phone back. He was like, "No, you need to go to the office." She takes out pepper spray and sprays the teacher with pepper spray. Oh yeah, see, I thought she was going with the other one, but okay, yeah, I did hear about that one. What if that were placed in pepper spray with gun? What if it was some type of gun that the student? So I think it's it's out of control. We don't need them in the classroom. Um, mm-hmm. We don't need them in half the places. Have the people that have, I mean, and look, you have your rights. It's in the constitution, but I also look at it as the constitution was written during a time where we were at all these different wars, revolutionary war, civil war, all the
0: wars. The second
1: amendment is more about that to take up arms in case, you
0: know, the country, you know, look, when they came out of that, well, I got my guns in case we have to get the militia. I like you do realize the government have these things called tanks. They have A bigger weapons supply. you got your AR-15. Okay, we're gonna give you that. You you have your AR-15. But the government has planes, tanks, they have these things. They don't even have to be near you to take you out. They have professionally trained people. Well, I was in the army, I was a sniper. Key word there is were. Were. They have the recent edition. And they could just take you out without even thinking about it. Uh, then I'm pretty sure the, the government has something hidden in our computer. That when they want to, it's just going to be when we open our computer. <laughs> <Huh? we're> gonna... <laughs> so attention, you government! Catch, Don't get do it. Stockpile <laughs> of about three hundred weapons. The United States of America has a stockpile of about over three billion s- weapons of people ready to just take you and your little militia out if you rise up against the government. Although it didn't happen January six, but they have the things that, in case you want to protect yourself from the government and i was just listening to these people say that i'm like they have to be joking there's a joke at the end i'm waiting for them to say "Ha ha! this is not this can't be the way you believe but a a second scenario since we want to have everybody with a gun (laughs) we have a mass shooting downtown atlanta well bubba comes up he got his gun he sees the shooter he takes the shooter out but behind bubba is jim Jim has his gun and he doesn't know that Bubba is taking out the original shooter. Jim takes out Bubba. And when the police come out, they take out Jim because they don't know who the original shooter is. So we're going to create a whole nother problem here. We may have four or five because Bubba think, well, I'll take him out. I'm going to be a hero. And Jim's like, I'm going to take him out. I'm going to be a hero. I'm an American. I'm going to be a hero. No one's talking about that scenario. That we're going to put a gun in everybody's hands. Okay. <laughs>
1: I think about that often because you know especially again police violence against people that look like us and i'm like what if i well, am in this scenario
0: recently <laughs> they they count well it's kind of the doctor's fault i don't know if you saw where the white woman the hospital had called the police on her, and she kept telling them she was sick and she was they had in the back of the squad car she kept saying i'm not good you need to take me to the hospital and they did and the woman died i think those nurses and doctors should be held accountable there but they, they i guess they had dealt with this woman several times and they just got tired of it. They really weren't testing. It. And I guess, you know, if you can't afford to pay for medicine now, you know, it's not about saving your life. It's about how much money can you pay? How much insurance do you have? Everybody doesn't have it. And, you know, we're against Obamacare, which the official name is the Affordable Care Act.
1: Affordable America. Care Act, ACA. Yes.
0: Yep. Um, we're against that because you. That, the saying that was said, well, I don't want to pay for the big fat person that's eating Cinnamon rolls. This lady did have a, was a little bit overweight. But we talk about all lives are important, and then we say uh, life is precious because your body, as a woman, needs to be controlled. I know I'm I'm, I'm putting the whole thing there, all this, but out of the gun. They want to control your body to make sure that you give life, but they want to also give your cousin the the right to take away life and things like that. So make it make sense to me. Scientist, (laughs) P.M. Kester.
1: I can't. Um, I think we're just in an interesting time now. Um, things have definitely changed a lot over the past. I would, but everyone wants to say it was during the last administration, but it actually started before that. You could see the shift. Uh, the that guy, his administration. <laughs> yes, Trump. <laughs> yes, but um, I, you know you don't say the name, Sly like Voldemort. But um, you I, uh, I'll say his name.
0: I have no problem saying his name. I just like to say a lot of different things with it, like uh, punk piece or something. And I'm not being disrespectful to the president. I'm just going off the things he's been doing. Well,
1: here but and you I could see the country shifted a lot to, in the administration, the Obama administration, with a lot of things that I guess people thought we were more harmonious than we were. But there did become hard, wait, this wait, what, wait, wait, wait. I only harmonious got
0: a degree. Define that word, okay? What's her motive? Well,
1: So and this might be a little side a side note from the guns, but you know, I think that we've always had issues with race and we've always had political issues in this country. But I think that we've tried we tried to downplay them and tried to act like everyone was working together and across, you know, all hands together, shaking hands. But as we saw during the Obama administration, there was this rising level of splitting viewpoints in um, we have the rise of the gun issues. We have the rise of, you know, the war against women's bodies and uh more racial incidents and things of that nature. So I don't know if I can make sense of it. I think <laughs> I think it all it, it it's all kind of public health related. It's all part of the social determinants of health, right? Um, where you have the social determinants of health are a public health term, and it's like when we look at the environments where people are born, where they live, where they work, where they play, where they worship, and how that affects like their health and their quality of life. And so you have one group that thinks that they need to control that so they can live their best life and not care about everybody else. And then you have the other group that's just trying to make it and do whatever. And so when you have that one group that's trying to run things, they're just looking out for themselves. They don't care about everyone else. And that's why you get thoughts and prayers. That's why you get not really caring about people, right? Could be. (laughs) You get, you know, the issues with women in their bodies. You get issues where when children are dying at schools and people are just like thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. And so what, what do we do? How do we remedy people being more humane to one another? How do we remedy everyone coming together with mental health and coming to a consensus on gun control? In this country, because again, it's not saying that it does not happen in other countries, because they do occasionally have shootings, but it's not happening as much as it's happening over it's not here.
0: Happening
1: as much. Hi, this is
0: Shayro. Thank you for being a listener to my podcast. You can support this podcast by buying me a coffee. Yes, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash Sharo c-h-e-t-r-o and donate to the what Sharo thinks about it podcast the money collected will be used to purchase additional equipment for the podcast remember that is buymeacoffee.com slash Sharo, c-h-e-t-r-o thank you for listening and thank you for your support and with the and, and prayers again i am from very rural philadelphia mm-hmm. people hear me say that a lot We prayed a lot at the Baptist church. I don't think we prayed that much as we're getting these thoughts and prayers now. We we didn't pray that much on, look, look, it's like what, it's 531 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Central Time. We would have just been getting home from all the praying we did in church. We didn't, it still doesn't amount to the thoughts and prayers we have going on out there, so.
1: Well, I mean, it's like you said, it's the thought, we're doing a lot of thoughts and prayers because just for you to find the shooting that happened in Midtown Atlanta, maybe a week or two ago, you had to go through like two pages of stuff that shows you, that's a whole lot of thoughts and prayers for people that are getting shot.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's a a lot. And every time I I did episodes on this, when I went to that website and I think I'd use it like for two different episodes and it's like the pages increased. This was well, we just celebrated not celebrate i hate to say it that way but we just acknowledged one year of uvalde mm-hmm. where the the police force there i am just totally ashamed of yeah. there was a, a shooting here it wasn't Atlanta, but it was one of the counties out here in georgia and when i think it was georgia the guy was somewhere was it in the school? It may not even been Georgia. See, so many I can't even remember. But these two officers, they went in and they took the guy out. And I'm like, this is what police work is all about. They weren't scared, you know. They knew the, they know the risks when they wake up every morning. So you know, my thoughts, that was, my thoughts yeah. in prison with all the police officers. You know, you've heard me say some things that were do bad. I believe in holding them accountable for what they're doing. But when they're doing right, like these two guys, they went in and they took that person out. I think he was transgender he
1: was in the midst of being transgender no, that was um in tennessee yeah tennessee. and that was the trans person in tennessee and yeah they engaged they they were able to go in the shooter still yes definitely killed like i think maybe five people but it could have been, been worse um if the police hadn't they went in and they were just like boom it wasn't like let's wait on they went in and they took them out and that's what you're that's what they're trained to do in those situations. I mean, you don't sit there and wait and listen to kids being murdered. You go in and try to save, like, this this mitigate the situation. That was another situation with an AR-15.
0: I know here in Atlanta, I had to give it to the police officers because I've heard of other situations where there was a gun issue, or whatever, and APD went in. They didn't, if and though, and then they went in. <laughs> I like kudos to them. Cause they went in. You hear all these things with all the things with police. Uh, fresh on our mind is the Tyree Nichols situation, which was just horrible. I I have so many other thoughts on that, that something else was there involved. But, you know, we see that it's not just officers of other of colors, but officers of our same color. And just here in Atlanta, they just uh, it wasn't Atlanta, but it's one of the counties below Atlanta. The guy was in jail. They pulled him out of the cell. And the video is just horrific. And they just indicted three officers, even though I in Mississippi, I did learn how to count. I saw a lot more than three officers on this guy or around it, whatever. But they just indicted three. So maybe Georgia's education system. I'm not putting down on Georgia's education, but maybe Georgia's education system counts a little different. But they did indict three people in this. They removed them from being law enforcement officers. That's where there is a problem. And, you know but the praise to gun people also has a subsidy of we're going to always praise the cops and we will never hold them accountable for what they're doing. Another, I guess, mental health situation possibly.
1: Yes, (laughs) I do think so. And I know, and it sounds like a scapegoat thing, but you know, there's a lot of people walking around with trauma and they carry that trauma into their workplace. And I say that it's someone who worked in mental health for several years Um, So I've I've been in the mental health hospital, the inpatient hospital. So I've seen the military folks. I've had the military patients. I've had teachers as my my patients. Um, I had police officers as my patients. And so you think about these people are walking around and they're interacting with your kids. They're interacting with the public. They have guns because they're police officers and they're stressed out and they leave, they get their treatment. So, I think there is some underlying issues with a lot of people, and we're not tapped into that. So, when do we deal with these issues? So, it does sound like mental health is like a scapegoat thing, but a lot of people are dealing with stuff. That's and what so, what do you do? I mean, there was a shooting, well, an almost shooting, an almost school shooting. This was some years ago, again, in Atlanta. And what stopped the shooting at this school in DeKalb County was a secretary. It was a black oh, yeah. secretary. You remember that? There's a movie and, about it. a long time
0: now, I believe. Yep. Is it, uh, not is it Tony Braxton or one of the Braxton sisters played played her? I believe.
1: Was it? I can't remember. Um, I kind of can't remember who, Of it, I can't you know, remember who played her country. in the movie, but I remember the book and I remember her interview. But that was a situation where. You could definitely tell this was a hurt person. This is a person that had some mental health issues. And her quick thinking and just being honest, kudos to that woman, stopped a school massacre yeah. because she was able to talk to the man. And and so I think about situations like that. And you can't talk to people with guns all the time, you know? You know what I'm saying? Because if they come in shooting, they coming in shooting. And the best they that you can do is, yeah, you know, run out. Of- is, uh we have a, a training in the government called run hide and fight mm-hmm. where video the, out there too about yeah what to do I'm yep like, the active shooting training yeah
0: i'll be the person on the news going be like how did you escape i'm like i was scared I'm like you a man and you stand up and saying you're scared yes i'm a lie man i'm scared i ran i yes mm-hmm. where, where you see the little hole in the glass like bugs bunny cartoon yeah was- like my office uh when i was at because other places you have office, had a glass, had glass leading outside. Yes, I bust through that glass because the first pop I heard, I was scared. But I paid attention. To that video is run, fight, run, run, run hide, and hide fight. fight, run, hide, and fight. And when I first enter a building, I do look for those situations. I always look for an out. You know, if I have to do something, how heavy is this file cabinet? What would I have to do to bust this window out? And if I had to fight, what are the I <clears throat> boy, it's just going there again? <laughs> what are the items I can fight with, and how I, I really accessed it? I don't know when I was at <clears throat> place I used to work at. Firstly, I walked in the building. Okay, they're going to put me back here in the back. But the thing is, if he's coming in with a machine gun, he's probably going to shoot the people in the back first. Didn't get the from I need to angle myself this way. I, I, I'm like that. That's just me. And then one of my best friends is from Chicago. He's always talking. me, Don't never put you back to the door. And I have Yeah, I know a lot of that. people
1: like that. Yep. Yeah, I know a lot of people like that. Um, especially after we took active shooting training. Um, I have a I have a hiding place on each floor in my building. Like I have a a place I know where I'm gonna go, no windows, blah, blah, blah. That I can get to. I actually had this conversation with my daughter. I was like, if something happens while you're at school, do you know where you would go? Yeah, and and we had we had honest conversation about that, and um, I too am from Mississippi. I am from oh, Greenville. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Greenville, I'm just Mississippi. Bring that up, Greenville. <laughs> I'm from Greenville. Um, y'all from... that stop sign fixed. <laughs> I... it might have been. We'll, we'll see. It's but sad um, that you already know which stop sign it was because <laughs> I'm, I'm from Greenville, and then before that, I was um, my family is from Charleston, Mississippi, so deep in the woods. Charleston, where,
0: Mississippi. Where is that? Charles. Is that close
1: um,
0: to
1: midnight? It's not.
0: There is a midnight it's, Mississippi, but There
1: is. It oh, you know I know. Um it is near Grenada and Batesville, so kind of old Miss okay. near that area. Okay. Um well, Grenada but is
0: I, Grenada, Ole Miss. Grenada, Grenada is
1: like above. up above, but it's on, it's I 55. It's like you hit Grenada you, before you get to Memphis. You, yep. You, you hit Grenada. Memphis, you always stop in Grenada.
0: Use a bathroom.
1: <laughs> Grenada, Charleston, Batesville and Oxford. Cause you take the okay. Batesville exit to get to Oxford. And then you keep going up 55 to get to Memphis. Well, you know, South Haven and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I say that because my sister had a gun incident when she was in Jackson um she was at the family dollar you know as we do going to the family dollar she picked up some stuff for work and you said and family
0: dollar i already know where she was there's only like two in jackson and i know exactly where both of them are well really it's three but
1: i know exactly
0: <laughs> look, where so, the so, <laughs> look,
1: we're picturing it and so and she's in there in the back getting like you know pantyhose stuff like that you know household stuff and someone comes in and robs the place like it's an armed robbery they pull a gun on the checkout clerk she immediately she's in the back of the store. She jumps down. There's another employee in the back of the store. She's signaling to him, and he's like, "Can we leave? Out, you know, can we leave out the back? What do we do?" And she was she has never been so scared in her life. And she said, "I just kept thinking, like, I have to hide, but how can I get out and not draw attention?" And like her and the other employee in the back were signaling to each other. So I think when you say that you had places to go and you were looking at how to get out she has a little bit in her now. Like if she's in certain places, she's looking like, okay, is there like a back room? Like if I, cause she's been in that gun type situation where somebody came in with a gun and robbed a store, didn't recognize she was in there and she had to drop hide, and then figure out how she was going to run and get out.
0: Look, not only do I look like how I'm going to escape, I point out the possible mass shooters and I make <laughs> sure I make, I'm, I'm not, I'm not being funny. But I do this. <laughs> I I make a connection with them and try to be friendly with them because you know you always hear, well, he was friendly to me. That's why I didn't take him out or whatever. I this try is... to make friends with the person. I in my mind, I like, yeah, this is the person you will see one day with the gun. And what this is, this is when I worked for Skytail I picked this person out. He was in our class, and I like, he's the one. And every day, hey, how you doing? And a situation occurred where he was on the phone talking to somebody like in tech support or something like that. And he went off. And (laughs) I'm going to say it like this. He went off on a black lady. Not only did she drop that headset, she came up to that front row looking for him. And I thought she was going to take him out. And I like, I'm calling out tomorrow. <laughs> this is this is a real life situation. Because I like, okay, she went off on him. And after she came up there, you know, he was kind of quiet and said, and then after a little bit, he left, went to the bathroom, he came back, and he went back to work and taking his calls as if nothing happened. And I like, okay. Thankfully he quit soon after that. Or he I don't know if he got fired or something like that, but he wasn't there too much long after I don't know if they fired him. For that or he quit but he wasn't there too much long after that and people that work with me at Skytail and knew that they're gonna be like i know who you're talking about <laughs> i remember that day but yes i i try to and i'm a very integrated person i don't really have friends i can count on my friends on one finger and i know you have your application <laughs> in to be my friend it is under review <laughs> but i become friendly with the, the person i picked out to be the person that's going to be the mass shooter of the building. I'm just, I'm really, I'm that scared. I really
1: am. I tell people I am that Well, scared. I mean. I'm not ashamed of it. Well, it is not wrong because I tell my daughter the same things. Because, you know, when you look at the profile of most school shooters, it's a kid that felt like an outcast. And so I'm always making sure I was like, are you being kind to everyone? Because I had a situation like that in high school where this young man that I was friends with was kind of an outcast and he was an outsider and he bought a knife to school. To like get people, and um, I was safe because I was his friend. But me and someone else, we were the one who told people, like, "Hey, I think something's going on," and they caught him and and things like that. So I do wonder, if, you know, how we treat people. Because I've also had another situation where a coworker, kind of like some of yours, um, a coworker that people kind of look down on. Cause we are elitist at our core. I don't know why people are like this. I'm nice to everyone. I'm nice to cleaning staff. I'm nice to the people that fix my food because I mean, they fixing Expensive my food. Gun. I'm not look. Expensive. So I'm nice to everyone. And people were messing with one of these young men that was on the cleaning staff. And he brought a gun to work. I remember sitting in the meeting of course, Thank goodness. Nothing happened. They found, they found him. They found a gun and things like that. But he brought it up it because people kept coming at him and, and, and messing with him. Um, and I talked Obviously to. That was bullied in high school. but yeah, And we, I talked to my staff about that. And I was like well we tend to look down on people here. I said I'm not saying that what this man did was wrong. I said but let's think about how we treat people. Because we never know who is going to bring a gun to work.
0: And most of the time. People that have done something. And you're from Mississippi. You remember Luke Woodham. Mm-hmm, I do. That's considered like one of the first school shooting. Even though there was something yep. before that. And the thing is. He was picked on by everybody. I was a guy that was picked on. When they when they were telling me like what was happening, I'm like, I never thought about bringing a gun and never, yeah, I don't even now think because they kind of like to either take you out and kill you or put you in jail if you're the shooter. I am allergic to both. <laughs> so I'm listening about how he was bullied. Yeah. I do remember one time as a child in the cafeteria, I thought about taking a chair just hitting this tennis guy because he just kept on in high school. Uh, The high school graduate, when I was a senior, there was a guy he did, he kept pestering me. And I've talked about this on uh, some other podcasts. He kept pestering me. Just because I've told the guy several times, leave me alone. I'm just there trying to mind my business, watch this basketball game. And he kept on. And the next thing, I I turned around and punched him. And then they dragged me out of the gym. Again, my mom was a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) This actually was televised or whatever. I still remember it's been x number of years ago i still remember but he kept pestering kept pestering me. but i never thought about pulling a gun on him i'm i'm like very old school it was like you fought with your fist you know and i was willing to take the suspension or whatever if it came with it i didn't get suspended because again he he kept pestering me
1: but that's the mental health um shift because i too was bullied in school it's like i was nerdy i was smart and um, and now it pays off look at you making all that money look, because you were and people just found ways to just like bully me about everything you know we were poor my clothes weren't the stylish clothes and stuff like that but I never once thought about shooting anybody I never thought you know I had moments where I wanted to like snap like I think I just screamed at somebody one time and people just kind of you know the teachers overlooked it because they knew I was being bullied and I had a fight at school and, and stuff like that but I never thought about shooting anyone but I look at how things now, i also didn't grow up in the time that these kids are growing up now where there's so many more avenues to pick on kids, you know, to bully kids. Like they have the social media stuff. They do the doxing or whatever that crap is. Like they can just needle at kids. Like not only do you get picked on in the classroom, it follows you now. Because I got picked on in the classroom, but then I was able to go home and hang out with my actual friends or whatever. Like I didn't have like someone... Messaging me on social media and continuing to bully me, to continuing to taunt me, and things like that. Um, I I didn't have all those avenues. So I do wonder again about how that affects the mental health of the kids. It's not justified shooting anyone, but it's scary. It's a a scarier time that we're living in now.
0: Part of the suicide rates, and it's always, they were picking them on social media. And just all kind of things. It's so many things. And I'm, I'm going to put it out here while I was doing divine deliverance of the people last night. <laughs> and I hope I did some divine deliverance here. Pick up this young man. He's like, I'm in a hurry to get to my friend. She's about to commit suicide. Mm. You know, the first thing I like, have you called the national suicide? I, you know, I'm just like the come. I guess I'm kind of like that secretary we just mentioned at school. I'm trying to be the comes, comes, comes com- com- I could be. We talk about that. He tells me that, well, he's been through it before because he's tried to commit suicide himself. And from the stories you know from my son, we've been through some mental health situations where some things like that. And, you know, I'm just like, okay. Well, this, 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 this. You know, and, and even getting there, he was like, no, the GPS is not taking the right way. You need to do this. Go Get on the interstate. I'm like, okay. But the GPS is pretty accurate. We are like, 11 minutes away right now. This is a 20-minute trip. I'd follow his instruction to get on the interstate. And that adds minutes. And I'm like, you do realize that added minutes to this. You know, I'm like, just following his instructions because he's, I could tell, because I've dealt with my son, I could tell he was on that edge right now. Right. And I guess he forgot to tell me to get off at one exit. I'm like, well, it's taking us there. It's just that it added four minutes, So we get off on another exit. That kind of calms him down a little bit. You know, and he's like, "Okay, this is this," and I did. He didn't tell me until later that his phone or her phone wasn't working unless he had Wi-Fi. I'm like you should have talked about because turn on my um, hotspot. Your
1: you hotspot, yeah.
0: Keep that, but we didn't know that till we got right up to it, and it's like, you know, I'm just, you know, just telling him stuff. You know, like, look, I'm 50 years old, so you know, this issue, it'll pass, okay. It it looks bad now, and I let him know that my son has. Has some situation, and we talk a little bit. I hope this did some kind of divine deliverance. I haven't looked at any news today to see that somebody took somebody out or somebody, but I hope it helped somewhere. And a lot of times, even if you are not the expert, and if, if there is, I'm, I'm going to, have to tag this episode. If you are having, a, if you have any mental health issues, or you know someone that has a mental health issue, please get them professional help. There is a 1 800 suicide number, a nationwide suicide number there are all kind of offices and whatever that can help you. And a lot of times, especially like when I my son, it's the talking thing or just listening. I'm I'm not the best listener, but like when he comes in, he tells me something, he like, daddy, you don't understand. And then my first response is you're right. I don't understand because I can't phantom trying to do suicide or phantom having an anxiety attack to the level you are. I, I, I maybe had an desire to take maybe two or three times. That was because of a health scare I was having. And I may have went, I was just like, okay, I don't know what's going on here. But that's just not in my DNA, per se, me, as to how I would respond to something. Because I'm not going to take myself out. Because one, I'm too nosy to see what happened to some of these people. (laughs) I want to see God's vengeance. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not going to touch them, Lord. I'm going to let you touch them. But I'm too nosy and I just want to see it. So if I take myself out, and I'm not trying to be funny here, but it, it's the actual fact of it. Not only am I scared which there's going to be a mass shooter, I'm scared to take myself out. But that's just me. And I know plenty of people that they see that as their option. And I listen to some people and they, they're they telling them about that. And I'm like, I don't understand. However, I listen. We'll bring in whomever we need to to talk, let you get it all out. And something I tell my son, like, yeah, if you need to punch something, get your pillow on your bed, punch that pillow. It can take it. Okay. Don't punch the walls. Like you put holes in the wall. Don't punch the wall. Do that. Or if you need to just walk around and punch the air for a little bit. So sometimes you just need to get it out. Right. And just let it, let it do what it do. And, you know, like I said, he was bullied too in school. And, sometimes it seemed like the school was not concerned or they were more concerned about the person that was bullying him than my child getting bullied. And that's, that's a whole nother episode we have to get into. And I know we went from guns to mental health and all <laughs> that, but it's all, this, it's all, it all is, it's, it all has the same. It impact. all
1: seems like it's intertwined. Yeah. It's intertwined
0: because I worry about that young man last night. You know, when I say you pick out the person that could be the shooter, I would have picked him out. Mm-hmm. To be the shooter because one thing he wanted to do he wanted to get revenge on the, the girl's boyfriend because that was the cause of it all and he wanted to take him out everything like you don't want to do that you you go to jail like I've been in jail before I'm like, okay but you don't want to go again like, jail ain't nothing I'm like think about it. just think about it. were you in jail did you really want to be there and you know he just paused there for a minute he's like yeah so guns mental health chewing gum. You say, why did I throw chewing gum in there? It's a lot of different things that equates to this. Uh, as far as the praise of gun people, their thoughts and prayers. I'm th- starting to think that maybe your your thoughts are not the thoughts of God and your prayers are not getting through on the prayer line because this thing st- still keeps happening. These families are still hurt. and they don't have Jesus on
1: the main line.
0: Well, you know, these praise of gun people say Jesus would have had a gun. I'm like, why would Jesus need a gun? <laughs> just think, think about that for a minute. Why would Jesus need a gun? Okay. <laughs> Again, a lot of stuff that is said in my mind. My mindset is you coming up with some stuff that just ain't making sense here. Okay. PM Kester, I know I've held you too long here already because your episodes be like what quick fifteen minutes, eighteen minutes. I try to keep by it on the thirty, but uh, I know we we just go on. It is such a pleasure having you here. I'm so thankful that you came. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm,
0: oh, and let me show my shirt. Because I have my shirt and people be like, what's that? It says, who is next? I've had that as a hashtag on my on one of my social media for a few years now. What that means is yeah. whenever a person is killed by you police brutality or whatever, we put hashtag their name. So it's hashtag who is next. That's what that means. I know people that saw on social media, I was like, who's going to be the guest? And I put who's next. It's who's next. But it also like, what building or what school is going to be the next shooting? We hashtag all those kids. And also, which police officer, when they kill somebody like this, and their past is exposed, that we've had this problem before. Who is next? Mm. But praise the gun. And your thoughts, my thoughts and prayers is out there. To close this out, tell us a little bit more about yourself, where they can find you, P. M. Kester, Falia. <laughs> Wait, before before we get to that, did you ever get picked on about your name?
1: Oh, of course. Well, they always found a way to make fun of the name. Um, it's Falia. Okay. My mother is a Phalia. English. My country self. So. No, it's, I have been called Falia. I have been called Falia. Falia. Um, Um, I had a teacher call me for Leah for almost like a year until my mom said something to her. And the teacher was like, why didn't you correct me? And I was like, I correct people like the first couple of times and after that, I'm just like...
0: (laughs) I correct people because, look, I'm Rocket, I'm Ricochet, and I'm like, you can say Chevrolet, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you know what? My name ends with the same ET, makes an A sound, it's French. I'm like, you can say Crochet. Oh, yeah. Crocheting, yeah, I know how to do that. Do you know if you remove the C from Crochet, you have Roche. That's right. And my mama researched my name in 1972 Internet, make sure the spelling was correct. If I was gonna be a boy or girl, a lot of people say, that's a girl's name. It ends with a consonant, so it's a boy name. So yeah, I did want to question since when I saw your name, I said, I gotta I got to question you about your name. And yeah. I'm glad you corrected me. My country self may still mispronounce it. Yes, I got picked on by my name. <sighs> people are gonna think I was a violent kid the way I was I got in a fight <laughs> over my name. I, I was actually an adult then. I got in a fight over my name. He just kept on mispronouncing by the fact the fight in high school the guy punched part of it was he just ca- he kept calling me by my brother's name my little brother's name he was a one of the little friends of my well he wasn't even a friend or brother he just it is able on the football he was there together, whatever.
1: an associate yeah, and,
0: <laughs> and he just continued to pick on me and kept calling me my little brother's name and i'm, I'm quick to tell people my name is not either of my brother's name my name is what it is you either say it or you don't say it right there all right i'm taking up too much more time no. Close us out. What what should we be take? I'm gonna go with What are your three takeaways? <laughs> you see what I did there. <laughs> what are I your see. three takeaways? And how can we find you? And how can we continue to be supporters? Look, support her. She has these journals. I've supported her. I bought journals for her to give. Her her, my class was giving out. I've given her some likes. I meant to. Well, you got to buy. You have a buy me a coffee as well. I
1: okay. do. So, I do.
0: Put all that out there. I've been meaning to buy some coffee from you. I gotta go make some money first. But put all your but stuff out
1: there. You and me too. But um I don't know if I have three breakaways. Um uh, maybe it's more type of one. My breakaway from this episode is that um although guns are not the leading cause of death in the United States, it does not mean that they are necessary for all of us. So that's what I would say is my takeaway from that. Where can you find me? I'm kind of everywhere. My top three platforms that I'm concentrating on this year, and so where you'll see me all all the time, is YouTube at how to take a break. So I have a YouTube channel with videos popping up every Sunday, and I also have different shorts for inspiration and things over there. So if you want to just find out more about me, find out more about some of the episodes, like get a little extra something from some of the episodes, go on YouTube and see those videos. I'm on IG. Instagram, that's where I I talk to Shayra all the time. Um, So you do that to see like my little day-to-day life. I also post um, in my stories, I focus in on love and and on health. So I find different articles and things that I zero in on and just talk about how they relate to the whole taking a break spectrum. So that is good. And that's at PM Kester. And then another place that may be surprising that I'm on and I'm very active on is Pinterest. Because people are very visual. <laughs> so I, I, I post it from there and I have the Pinterest thing. I have a Pinterest it, account, but I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. All right. We may have to have a, a, another meeting. I, I, it's because it's it's very photo based, but it's um a lot of people. I'm getting like a lot of views on Pinterest. So I just post videos and so you'll see some of um I'm a I'm a budding um home bartender. <laughs> and and coffee barista Hello. So I'll post like some of my little Take a break to drink things on there um, I take a lot of walks And stuff um, for my health I, I have had that. my own health scares So I do scenes for my walk On Pinterest so you'll see different little random Things that I pass on some of my walks And of course I promote um, All of my other great things But you, see, you get to see like some little artwork and stuff So Pinterest is also at PM Kester So at how to take a break on YouTube at PM Kester on IG and on Pinterest is where you can find me. And if you go to any of those places, there's a link tree that'll take you to where to listen to the podcast, how to get to my website, buy me a coffee, and all of that great stuff. What is
0: your buy me a coffee? Um,
1: I think it is backslash how to take a break.
0: Buymeacoffee.com backslash how to take a break. Yes. Don't forget, buymeacoffee.com slash Shayro, C-H-E-T-R-O.
1: That's right. I
0: have... Th- I, I gotta post some of the new equipment I bought here recently. I'm gonna post like, okay, so buy me a coffee.com really works. I got I got one uh, from somebody, I don't know if she was a first lady something or a lady something. I gotta but I gotta re-reach out to her. I think there's just I don't even know who this person is. And all of a sudden you receive a coffee from such a they bought like four or five. So buy me is the truth. I need you to teach me some of the other stuff you're doing. Like when well, you do the YouTube, <laughs> I just started my YouTube channel. I'm trying to figure out how to post some of my videos there. I I have posted some already. I just haven't made the link. But I haven't put it out there what the link is. Well, of course, you know it's you <laughs> Look up something. I yeah, have so, to go and I follow it. Yeah, so I'll
1: go look for it and I
0: follow it. Yeah, I haven't been, really been to your YouTube. I hear you posting. I see it, and I'm like, I haven't gotten to that level yet, but I'm getting there because hey, I got some things I got to do with this podcast. I. Admire you in this podcasting world. I thank you for a lot of the help you've given me. And you are a great person to follow, a great person just to be inspired by. I thank you for coming on the show. When you posted a thing about the guns, I you know, I hit you up. I sent a message. I'm like, Immediately. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I saw that. And I'm like, okay, we, we, we're both mad about this thing. So thank you again. Thank you. I cannot thank you enough. Thank you so
1: much for having
0: me. Well, my time here is done. That is all that is on my mind for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. And thank you for allowing me to serve you. Please listen, like, share, and subscribe to my podcast here at anchor.fm. And I can now be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Radio Public, Stitcher, Pocket Cast as well. Remember to give me a five-star rating and a positive review where available. Tell your friends and your enemies about what Shayro thinks about it. A production of Shayro LLC where I build confidence by using your situation as motivation. Contact me for speaking events, panel discussions, coaching, speech writing, and mock interviews at shayrospeaks at gmail.com. That's C H E T R O. S-P-E-A-K-S at gmail.com. Leave a voice message via a link on the podcast website. You can follow me on Facebook at Shayro Speaks. Instagram, what Shayro thinks about it, underscore podcast, thinks has no I in it. I'm also on Instagram at Shayro, underscore C C h e t r o underscore L-L-C, please click the support button or buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash C-H-E-T-R-O. Your support is greatly appreciated. Thanks for joining in. Oh, to become a better leader, communicator, and speaker, learn more at toastmasters.org. Until next time, I am Shero, and this has been What Shero Thinks About It.